0: Hello there, this is Series 7 of Satisfied. The Series 7 podcasts enhance the Radical Acts Bible study of the book of Acts in the New Testament. I'm Melanie Newton, just an everyday kind of woman who loves the Lord and His Word. In the last podcast, we looked at how to recognize God's goodness on our adventure with Jesus, even in the midst of difficult and painful times. Today's podcast will cover Lesson 11 of Radical Acts Bible Study. We will see how we are never out of God's protective hand on our adventure with Him. At the beginning of this study, we defined adventure as an unusual or exciting, typically hazardous experience or activity. Our English word comes from the Latin for about to happen. Wow, what a way to look at life following Jesus! Something's about to happen. The interesting thing for the believer is that the journey is just as important as the destination. That's the adventure. Most of us would prefer to choose our own adventure, complete with detailed itinerary and plans for our comfort. Rather than viewing delays, discomfort, and opposition as God's leading through opportunity, we see those as a hindrance to being successful in life as a believer. But that's not adventure, at least not what is promised by our God. Jesus says to us, follow me wherever, whenever, and however he leads. That's the adventure. And he promises his spirit is with us through it all. We are never out of our God's protective hand. We see that for sure in Paul's life, especially when all his other props of normal life were removed. Props are those things in life that give us support and take care of our needs. Several years ago, I heard the story of Martin and Gracia Burnham. While serving as missionaries in the Philippines, the Burnhams were kidnapped and held hostage for more than a year by a group of religious radicals they were on the move day and night to keep away from the Philippine army. Gracia had only the clothes on her back, not even any shoes for hiking. When given a pair of holy boots to wear, she didn't have a pair of socks to prevent the infiltrating sand from irritating her feet to the point of becoming raw flesh. No pillow, no mattress, no sleeping bag or cushy pad just rice sacks between her and all the creepy crawlies below her weary body. Her props had been removed, even the few comforts associated with being a missionary in the jungle. And she realized that all she really had were her relationship with her God, her character to deal with the situation and the presence of her loving husband beside her. Then Martin was killed during their rescue. Her props had been removed. I feel like my walk with the Lord is a joyful one. He fills my heart with joy and gratitude for what He has done. My email signature even says, Living Joyfully, Melanie. But I have a roof over my head, in a house we own and can enjoy however we choose to enjoy it. When I am hungry, I open the fridge or the pantry and grab something to eat whenever I choose to do so. If I don't feel like cooking, we can drive five minutes, plop down some cash or a credit card and order whatever we feel like eating that day. I live in the safety of America with law enforcement and 911 emergency help available at my call. Those are my props of normal life. What would you and I be like if our props were removed as they were for Gracia? How would I react? What about you? I've been on backpacking trips for a week at a time where I carried on my back the only props available to me for those days. But I was safe in an American wilderness with food supplies and clothing that fit me. If in trouble, someone could have rescued me within hours or a day. Though physically hard, I still had my props. I probably whined a little, okay, I whined a lot about sore muscles and cold nights making sleep difficult. But I remember staying pretty joyful. No one was threatening me with an AK-47 or a machete guillotine. At the end of the week, I knew I could have pizza and Dr. Pepper at a restaurant and take a shower at a hotel. Gracia didn't have that on her year-long hike. Her props were removed but she discovered that she was never out of God's protective hand, even in the worst of situations. Paul had all his props removed, and he was never out of God's protective hand either. Jesus told his disciples, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. That's in John chapter 10. As we saw in our lesson today, that was true for Paul. Nothing could take him out of God's protective hand. The Romans couldn't do it. The sailors couldn't do it. The centurion couldn't do it. The storm couldn't do it. The sea couldn't do it. The snake couldn't do it. The chained confinement in Rome couldn't do it. And Paul experienced all those not-so-comfortable things while in God's protective hand. But he also enjoyed the blessings of his trust in the Lord. He got to tell about Jesus to governors, kings, and high-ranking officials friends stuck to him like glue as he set foot on the ship for Rome. The ship held together in the raging storm for two weeks. He got a word from the Lord not just for him but for everyone. The centurion respected him and spared his life. All those on board the sinking ship were saved. Paul got to see God perform lots of miracles on the island of Malta and many brothers in Christ, whom he had never met, joined him on his travel by foot to Rome. All along the journey to Rome and in Rome, nothing could take Paul out of God's protective hand. Five years earlier, Paul wrote these words, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine That's in Romans chapter 8. Nothing, no hardship, nothing you do or that anyone can do to you, nothing can ever separate you from the love of God. No one and no thing can ever take you out of God's protective hand. That truth was so firmly planted in Paul that there was no doubt about it as he experienced those very difficult years of imprisonment. Our adventure is with Jesus. Christianity is Christ. It's not a lifestyle or rules of conduct. It's not a society whose members were initiated by the sprinkling or covering of water. We are called first and foremost to a relationship with a person, Jesus Christ. I heard Bible teacher Rebecca Carroll say this, God's plan for your life is simple, follow His Son. But you won't follow someone you don't trust, you can't trust someone you don't know, and you cannot know Christ apart from His Word. That's why we study the Bible. We have not physically beheld the risen Christ as the Apostles did. We must see Him through eyes of faith and allow the Gospels to leap off the page revealing our Lord. And Jesus isn't just in the Gospels. You have seen repeatedly how intricately Jesus was involved in everyone's lives throughout the book of Acts. I think the last few chapters of Acts are key for every believer to carefully study. Luke records from an eyewitness perspective how a Christian, Paul, can follow Christ through the ups and downs of life and see how God is continually there helping him or her. From the moment Paul heard the words, I am Jesus, he had one master. He was convinced and committed, but that didn't protect him from the dangers and hardships of life. He still felt fear and hunger, At other times, he was prosperous and life was going smoothly. The key for him was being obedient to his Lord and recognizing the Holy Spirit's working in his life and turning things that looked bad for him into blessings for him and for others. Paul continually gave praise to God for the Holy Spirit hotspots in his life. We saw his example and realize that we can do that just as much as He could. Obedience, Take the next step that God provides, whether it matches what you planned or not, and then give Him the praise and thanksgiving for the results. It's really not that hard in theory, but it is so hard in practice. Yet, we are not ever alone to do this life by ourselves. Jesus was with Paul continually. He is with us continually. Our job is to live in daily dependence on him and take the next step that he opens for us. The Holy Spirit's transforming power works through every situation and opportunity we face daily. It's lifelong work, but oh, so worth it. Adventure with Jesus is the greatest adventure you could ever take with the most rewarding results. Let Jesus satisfy your heart with His Spirit's transforming power and say yes to a life of adventure with Him. I'm Melanie Newton and you've been listening to Satisfied Series 7. I hope you will join me for another series and continue to be satisfied by His love.